All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. Let's get back into it today. You already know. You already know what time it is. I got the comment section yesterday, and I had a couple people that, uh, that kind of uh, ribbed me a little bit, and they said, Hey, I'm looking forward to part two and three and four. <laughs> you already know. Everyone knows what time it is. I'm just surprised they didn't go up to 10 because that's how it usually goes. But, uh, you know, I've got a style all my own. Everybody knows this. But let's jump into it today. Today is where we get into the more controversial stuff. So Kevin DeYoung starts, you know, he kind of butters up the audience a little bit. Here's the good things about Doug Wilson and all that kind of stuff. Even, and to be honest, like even some of the good things that he talks about, there's a little bit of a backhand to some of these compliments, which it's okay, man. I like that kind of style. You know, I, I have no problem with that. But uh, it's just, it's interesting coming from Kevin DeYoung. <laughs> Reverend Kevin DeYoung, I should say. Because he is a reverend. All right, let's jump back into it. Where the mood misfires. We're talking about the Moscow mood. He says, And yet, for all that is understandable and sometimes commendable about the Moscow mood, there are also serious problems. I mean, I'll tell you right now, it sounds like he's not kidding. It really does. He sounds pretty serious. These are serious problems that we're about to go into here so let's uh let's get our serious caps on i've got mine on i hope you have yours let's uh let's jump into it he says in my criticisms that follow i'm not going to focus on historical or theological disagreements i may have with wilson i won't be touching on the federal (laughs) i remember this part (laughs) when i read this i actually did laugh out loud um for quite some time but uh He's like, I'm not going to mention my historical theological disagreement. Here they all are. And he lists them. It's just like, you know, you could have, Kevin DeYoung, you could have written this and said, I'm not going to mention my historical or theological disagreements with him, period, and moved on. But instead, he said, I'm not going to mention what I'm about to mention. (laughs) He doesn't say I'm not going to mention. He's not going to focus on them. But he does want you to know that there are many theological and uh, historical disagreements. He says... I won't be touching on Federal Vision or Peta Communion or his views on Antebellum South or his arguments for Christian nationalism or his particular brand of post-millennialism. My concerns are not so much with one or two conclusions that Christians may reach if Wilson becomes their intellectual mentor. My bigger concern... There's a lot of concerns here. Bros are concerned. My bigger concern is with the long-term spiritual effects of admiring and imitating the Moscow mood. For the mood that attracts people to Moscow is too often incompatible with Christian virtue, inconsiderate of other Christians, and ultimately inconsistent with the stated aims of Wilson's Christendom project. That is some fantastic writing. I have to say, Kevin DeYoung, nobody will accuse him of not being intelligent and compelling. I love the alliteration there. It is very, very strong writing. He says this is incompatible with Christian virtue. It's inconsiderate of other Christians and inconsistent with the stated aims of Wilson's Christendom project. Very good sentence. I like that. Rather than expounding these claims in abstract terms, let's look at a couple of concrete examples. Five years ago, Doug Wilson and Cannon Press started something they call No Quarter November. 
The idea is that during November, in addition to giving away free resources, Wilson and his crew will show no mercy, parentheses, give no quarter, to their enemies. Each year, in advance of No Quarter November, Wilson puts out a promotional video. They always involve a good deal of fire and more than a little sarcasm. The 2023 No Quarter November video ends with a Clint Eastwood-style close-up of Wilson puffing a massive cigar, strapping on a giant flamethrower, and setting ablaze an assortment of Disney characters and media logos. Here's what Wilson says in the first half of the video. Welcome back to No Quarter November. For 11 months out of the year, I am notoriously timid, as cautious and polite as a Southern Baptist raising funds for the ERLC. But the month of November is a time for taking no prisoners and for granting no quarter. If you think of my blog as a shotgun, this is the month where I saw off all my typical careful qualifications and blast away with a double-barreled shorty. Everything we do this month will be focused on one singular goal. We want to help you apocalypse-proof your family. But why should you listen to me about such things? Well, when it comes to the culture war and culture building, we have been at this for half a century now, much longer than such things have been cool to talk about in the green room at G3. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, like my parents taught me, a strong family isn't possible without quick, full, and honest confession of sin, without any wussy excuse-making. And especially now, it's just as important to not not to confess and repent of things that aren't really sins, because lying is bad, and so is being a wuss. I like that. I like that. Yeah, you know, I, here, here's the thing. You know, I think people are surprised when they hear this about me, but I actually don't follow Doug Wilson that carefully. You know, I, I, I know some people that, you know, you're just chomping at the bit every single time you see a new blog post drop or a new video drop, and you're just and and I get it. I mean, there's not, it's it's totally fine. I've got people like that uh, that I follow that every time they drop a video, I'm on it, man. I'm on it. I'm on it. And so a lot of people do that with Doug Wilson, and I really don't. I I do watch Doug Wilson, and I do listen to Doug Wilson, and I do read Doug Wilson, but I I pick and choose. Like if the if the topic looks interesting to me, I will read it. I will watch it. Uh, and if it doesn't, I usually never ever read it or never watch it. So that's kind of my, that, you know, that's how I follow Doug Wilson. Um, but this is, when I do follow Doug Wilson, when I do read his stuff, I mean, this is the stuff I come for. It just, it's very funny. It's good writing. I, you know, I, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's aesthetically very appealing. It's a visceral follow. <laughs> oh man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Kevin Young, he says, you sh really should watch the four-minute video if you haven't already. Notice several things about the mood. First, it strikes a tone that is deliberately sarcastic and just a bit naughty. <laughs> no, <laughs> just a little bit naughty. <laughs> oh, man. No, that, that's not how I would have described it. But I can see, I mean, I'm not going to go over here and nitpick the guy. I can see why he would say that. That's fine. No one really thinks Wilson is timid and cautious the rest of the year. Actually, that's not true. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I actually do understand what Doug Wilson is saying. Now, I would never say Doug Wilson is timid. He's not really timid, that's for sure. So it's a joke. You know, he's being a little sarcastic. It's a joke. He's not timid. But I would say, though... That Doug Wilson is pretty cautious. And I, I've often said this, and I'm not being sarcastic here. I'm not trying to be funny. I think Doug Wilson and the whole thing about uh, 
all the care, you know, he doesn't want to do the careful qualifications during no quarter November, you know, not too nuanced, you know, he's just going to kind of shotgun blast it. Um, I actually think that Doug Wilson is the king of nuance. I, I think he's extremely nuanced. And I know around here on my channel, nuance is kind of like a four-letter word. It's a naughty word on my channel. But nuance doesn't have to be bad. In fact, I think nuance is good. It's just that when Big Eva people talk about nuance, what they mean is compromise. That's what they mean. They mean that uh, we no longer tell the full truth or we don't tell the full truth directly. Like, like, oftentimes when people say, oh, that's not nuance, they mean, oh, you haven't compromised with the world enough yet. That's what a lot of people mean when they say nuance. But, but actually, nuance is good because you need nuance to really completely understand things. You know, not, life is not usually as neat and clean as we would like it to be. A lot of times it really depends. I was actually on the phone with somebody just the other day, and it was kind of a – it wasn't an uh, – uh, uh, it, it was a very cordial call. But it was a like there's there's a controversy there. It was an adversarial type of a call, sort of. I mean, it wasn't really exactly that. Um, but um, but I remember telling him a number of times. It's like you know this this is a messy situation, you know, and it's it's obviously you know we wish we had done things differently, you know, at a certain time and stuff like that. But we didn't, and now we've got to deal with the situation that's in front of us as it is because you know we can't go back in time we don't have a time machine so we have to deal with this messy situation and we got to have some nuance here i think that's true you, that nuance is good and doug wilson is the king of nuance in fact one of the things i think about doug wilson is that i don't follow him as religiously as some of you guys is sometimes i think he's too nuanced and it's not in a bad way like again he's not compromised he's he's nuanced without compromise i'm not saying he's compromised but Sometimes I find it a little bit hard to follow. I, I, this is just a, a simple criticism. I, I like Doug. You know, everybody knows that I like Doug. I'm not, I'm not saying don't read him. I'm just saying sometimes personally for me, you know, I went to public school. I, I, you know, I don't understand things as well as some people. And I find the, the nuance uh, a little bit difficult to follow. So it's not really true that no one really thinks that he's not cautious uh, the, re you know, the rest of the year. I think he is. Kevin DeYoung, that's, sar that's the sarcasm. The naughty part is that Wilson uses words wussy and wuss. Adolescent slang for someone weak and effeminate. These are words most Christian parents don't allow their kids to use since the terms probably originated as a combination of wimp and another word I won't mention. <laughs> you can just say it. It's okay. We're adults here. We're adults here. Man. What is this thing? What is this thing about like... Like, like, all of a sudden, these words, if you use them out of context, like, they're somehow magic words. You can't even use them out of context. Like, you can't, you can't even use these words if you're quoting someone else because, in, for effect, you know, hey, this, look at this guy. He's got a potty mouth. This is what he said. And it's like, you, now, now you got the potty mouth. And it's like, and then sometimes people will put the little asterisks in, in, in place of the vowels. And it's like, th does that make you clean? You put the asterisks there? Everybody knows what you just said. I mean, we, 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 that doesn't make you clean. <laughs> I can't think of something more pharisaical than that. Like, you're quoting someone, and you're like, you put the asterisk, and it's like, man, man. Anyway, he says that is naughty. Uh, these are words. Okay, uh, move on. Second. Oh, by the way, by the way, there are lots of words that I don't want my kids to use that if they were adults, they could use and sometimes would be appropriate to use. I call things stupid quite a bit.
but not in front of my sons. Not in front of my sons, because I don't want my sons using the word stupid, because they are not equipped to know when it's appropriate to use the word. There are certain words that sometimes a, an adult human being can use because he's got the ability to discern and decipher the difference between when it's an appropriate usage and when it's an inappropriate usage. Or, even if it's an inappropriate usage, is the context relevant? You know, I've said this many times, you know, um, one of the things that I've done in my life is I've, I've been in a few fights. And, uh, you know, so I, my, 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 my MO has kind of always been to avoid fights, if at all possible. You know what I mean? I try not to fight. I do, you know, and I'm, I'm willing to fight, but I, I don't want to fight. That's something I've said many times. And sometimes um, language that I would never use in any other context is a good way in a, in a situation where there's someone threatening coming and you, you use a few choice words at them to show them that you're not going to just take this line down, and it'll, it'll prevent the fight. It'll actually cause them to back down. There's an appropriate usage for words like that. Um, but, I, but my kids aren't ready for that yet. They're not. My kids are five, six, eight. You know what I mean? Like, they're not ready for that yet. So this idea that Christian parents wouldn't even let you use, yeah, because they're kids. This is, that's not an argument, Kevin. Doug's an adult. <laughs> The words aren't magic. It's like, it, it, again, like I'm too hot. I'm getting too worked up here. <laughs> These aren't magic words. They're not magic. They're not magically like, like uh, evil or something like that. They're, they can, you can use them in a certain context. Anyway. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Second, the video takes cheap shots at other Christians. Wilson's sarcastic bite is not first directed towards the wicked, the hard-hearted, or the forces of evil in our world. He takes a swipe at the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission and at the G3 conference. Both are conservative Baptist groups. <laughs> man! Man! You know, you would expect... I think that um, this was the biggest surprise in the article, I think. For me, because I think Kevin DeYoung is very smart. I saw some of you in the comments that uh, you think I'm maybe being uh, a little naive with Kevin DeYoung. And uh, and let me just say to you straight up, you, you might be right. Uh, you might be right. I, I totally, and it, it's happened to me in the past where I've been, you know, potentially a little naive. I mean, it happened with Owen Strawn, for example. You know, I had his back many times. And uh, I knew that he was woke like five minutes ago, but it looked like he was changing. And some of you guys saw through that from Jump Street. I mean, I'm telling you, I had so many people that would hear me kind of praising Owen Strawn with his, with his anti-wokeness stuff. And, um, and uh, you'd hear me praising it, and you'd get, you'd get me beside, and you'd say, hey, you know, that guy's a coward, dude. He's, he's just doing this because this is like the, he's riding this wave today. He'll be, he will ride another wave tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know, I, I get, I hear you, I hear you, but you know, I want to encourage people, man. I want to encourage people that are figuring this out. Maybe they're not a hundred percent there, but I want to encourage. And I was like, yeah, you know, but they were right. I was, I was being naive, man. I would, so you guys might be right. I'm not, I'm not. I have no, no qualms with you guys. You know, I get it, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm encouraging Kevin DeYoung. I think he's on the right team. I think so. Um, but you gotta you gotta have different layers for people. I think you know, like like you know, if Kevin DeYoung was working with me, for example, hypothetically, I mean, he probably doesn't even know who I am. But let's just say he was, um, I wouldn't trust him with everything. You know what I mean? I wouldn't trust him with everything. You know, I, I wouldn't speak to him the way I speak to Joel Webin. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. You know, I trust Joel Webin implicitly. Um, 
you know, there's certain people that I trust, you know, with just about anything. You know, if I'm kicking around something that I know is kind of outside the Overton. <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> you know, I talked to a guy like Isker. I talked to a guy like Webbin. I, I talked to a guy like Chalk Knox, you know, stuff like that. But uh, but I wouldn't talk to a guy like Kevin because I, I don't fully trust him yet. You know what I mean? But that's okay. That's okay. You know, you got different you got different levels of trust. You got the circle of trust, like in Meet the Parents. You know. Anyway, so uh, but anyway, this is the biggest mistake in this article because because I mean G three. I would say they're still you know pretty conservative. I'm, I'm, I, that's not a mistake. But but the ERLC, the ERLC is the is a conservative Baptist group. The ERLC. Do you remember when the ERLC put out that thing about how the uh, the the pioneering edge, like the the cutting edge of pro life, is human rights for animals. Animal human rights, or a person rights, or something like that. It wasn't human rights. It was like animal person right, personal rights. Maybe it was human rights. I don't remember. It was it was wild. The ERLC, the ERLC. We got you got uh, Russell Moore like this when he's meeting uh, meeting Obama. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> the ERLC. This is, and I think this is a mistake. And also, it tips his hand a lot. It tips his hand a lot. He's he's seeing people, you know, you know, pushing that Overton window uh, further and further and further. He's seeing people escape this 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 big Eva ghetto that they've constructed for us, where there's only the the certain opinions are allowed. He's seeing people escape. There's a prison break right now. People are breaking free from people like Matt Chandler and people like Tim Keller and people. They're breaking free, and and here he he's trying to 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 bring us back. You know, he's like the, he's like the, the, we're the fugitive slaves, and he's like one of these uh, bounty hunters trying to find the fugitive slaves to bring them back onto the plantation. The ERLC, he's trying to say, no, 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 the ERLC is conservative. Here I stand. What a joke. (laughs) What a joke. That was a huge misstep because it tips his hand. And if it doesn't tip his hand, it, it really shows how clueless he is about what's really going on out there. The ERLC is a conservative Baptist group. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. He says, both are conservative Baptist groups, groups, I might add, that would be on the same side with Wilson on almost every important cultural battle. Again, let's take G3 out of it, because I think he's right about G3. For the most part, the ERLC? No. (laughs) No, they wouldn't. Yeah, this this organization, the wokest organization out there in uh, in Big Evil Land. Yeah, they're on the same side of almost every political battle as Doug Wilson. They they're against abortion. Did you know that they're against abortion? <laughs> oh man, what a joke! What a joke! He says. It's fine if Wilson wants to disagree with these groups. They've disagreed with him at times. But Wilson doesn't mention them in the video in order to make a serious argument. He uses them for a punchline. If you like Wilson, you're supposed to think, Oh, no, he didn't! Uh Uh-huh! Uh-huh! Oh, no, he didn't! Why did he say that? Who says that? Oh, no, he didn't! Black people don't even say that anymore. No, he didn't! Shoo! <laughs> You're supposed to think, no, he didn't. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. And if you like the ERLC or G or G3, you're supposed to be triggered because if Moscow can watch their opponents get triggered, that is also funny. 
That's true. It is. When serious criticism is leveled at Moscow, the famous response, or the, sorry, the response often includes a smattering of mockery and memes. That isn't Wilson using his famous serrated edge to make a prophetic point against a godless culture. This is intentionally making fun of other Christians for a quick chuckle. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Reverend DeYoung. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you grew up amongst other boys. Maybe you didn't. I don't know anything about your personal life. Uh, but I grew up, I had a brother, a younger brother, and I had a, a lot of friends that were uh, were male, you know. we were, This is at the time of my life when, you know, girls were icky and, you know, who wanted to do have anything to do with them kind of thing. And, uh, you know, even, even later in life when girls weren't icky anymore, you know, I, I still preferred to hang out with my friends, my, my, my male friends, you know what I mean? Like, you know, girls were interesting, you know, for other reasons, but my fr- if I was going to have fun, I'd go out with my friends, you know what I mean? I'd go out with my male friends and stuff like that. And um, in those kinds of uh, relationships, there's a lot of making fun, and it's a and it's a making fun uh, in in love, but also there's some seriousness to it. Like uh, it, like hypothetically, this never happened, but hypothetically, I had a friend who uh, was very into fashion, but not like the, the 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 traditional kind of male fashion, kind of like you know, the gay kind. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, I had I would make fun of him for this, of course, obviously, all the time. And part partly it was in love because I, I loved my friend. Partly I was serious. I thought that his interest in you know what kind of paisley you know pattern he had on his uh, on the inside of his jacket or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm just I don't know if that was a real thing. I don't even know if paisley is a thing. <laughs> I was serious. I was like, dude, you're gay, man. <laughs> Why are you being so gay? I was serious. I, I thought he ought not act that way. We were checking each other all the time. All the time. And they would check me. And then it was just something that we did. And and it was part of the way that we expressed our uh, our love for one another. You know what I mean? I've said many times, my brother, you know, if he if he's not, you know, calling me names for a long time, I start to wonder if some if I did something wrong. To offend him, you know what I mean. I wonder if 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 uh, if I if I if I hurt his feelings or something because he's no longer uh, cool with me anymore. He's not mocking me anymore, and if he's not mocking me anymore, that's a different kind of relationship. Um, you know th- that's that's something that that guys do. At least they should. At least they should because here's the thing: it's 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 fun number one, but but it's also it's it's kind of tr- it's like training. Right, it's like when you're kids and you're being checked and 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 tested like that. Um, it's like training almost for number one to see if is this a relationship that I can trust this guy. Number one, and number two, like it's it's like a loving fight um, to prepare you for an actual fight. You know what I mean? Like 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 if somebody makes fun of me out there in the world, you know, for my beliefs or something like that. Um, I've practiced this so many times that I I, I kind of I don't take it, you know, as 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 hardly as I might take take it if I'd never been te- tested before, checked before. Um, this kind of sparring, you know what I mean? This kind of sparring, um, it that's what it's like sometimes. And so, I you know I don't think that Doug Wilson is 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 you know I'm sure he does this for a chuckle, um, but there's there's a serious side to it, of course, because he thinks that G three should be different than they are. And he definitely thinks the ERLC is different than the R, and and sort of 
to put those together like that, that that's an insult to G3 for sure, because I don't think G3 is ERLC yet. They're on the way, though. I'll tell you that. They're on that path. And it's almost like a ch- he's checking them a little bit. He's testing them a little bit. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But th- this is, there's nothing wrong with mocking a brother. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong than, than, a, than getting a chuckle at the expense of someone that's on your team, assuming that the ERLC is on our team. I'm not so sure that that's what the joke was here, but well, maybe, maybe. Um, this is something that guys do, and this is part of the visceral uh, attraction to, to this because we all, all, all us men, grew up doing exactly this, and we understand that it doesn't mean I hate my brother. It doesn't mean I hate my friends when I say, dude, why are you acting so gay? It doesn't mean that. It actually is, is, a, is a form of bond. It's a, and everyone kind of knows the difference between mean-spirited stuff and things like, you know what I mean? Like, and there have been times where my friends, like, you know, cool it on that stuff, man. You know, like, you know, and you know what happens? Okay. If they're really your friend, you know. If they're really your friend. Anyway, um, yeah, it just, it, it, you know, so much of what, what Big Eva writes when they're so concerned, it, it, is, it is written from the perspective of a mom. That's right. You know, like, your mo- like if, 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 if my, my sons were doing this kind of thing, um, my, th- their mother might not like it and might even tell them to stop. But if I, if I were with my sons and they were doing something similar to this, um, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bat an eye. I wouldn't even bat an eye because I, I grew up as a, as a dude. I know what it's like. Big Eva writes from a female perspective. They just do. They just do. I'm not saying that Kevin DeYoung is a feminine. I'm not saying that. But he was trained and brought up in this, in this, in this context where feminine attributes are the only way to be holy. To be righteous. Feminine attributes are the only ones that are truly Christian virtue. And if someone has zeal, if, ever, if someone has like, just, you know what I mean? Like something like that, like a Nehemiah. I could easily see someone like Kevin DeYoung rebuking Nehemiah, doing the very actions that he did and got set up as an example by God for, 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 for doing Nehemiah, did you really have to uh, beat them? That's not Christian to beat them. Uh, Nehemiah, you pulled their beards out, and I'm a little troubled by that. Nehemiah, did you have to call down curses upon them? I could easily see that. Doug Wilson has has a a more full-orbed view of how to serve the Lord and what Christian virtue is, and zeal is part of it. It is. It is. Third, the point of No Quarter November is explicitly about culture warring and culture building. Rightly understood, it is good to do both of these things, but it is instructive to see that Wilson's start stated aim is to help you apocalypse-proof your home. I think it's safe to say that this is what Wilson aims to do, not just in November in, intense, in an intensified fashion, but during the other 11 months of the year. And in Wilson's mind, preparing for the apocalypse means doing battle against the forces of leftism in our world. And Wilson's public persona is largely, about, is largely about commenting on the culture, pushing back on the culture, lampooning the culture, and getting Christians ready 
for the coming cultural collapse. I mean, that's a good point. Is that supposed to be uh, bad? Because this is supposed to this is supposed to be his fear, right? This is supposed to be the things that are that are that are that are deeply troubling, deeply concerning. What was it again? Uh, serious. This is supposed to be a serious problem. The fact that 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 Doug Wilson uh, spends time uh, helping you to uh, to 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 get ready for the coming cultural collapse, Reverend. Again, I went to public school. Can you help me understand why that is a serious problem? Can you help me understand? I I, I don't get it. I'm I'm a little confused. <laughs> Fourth, the video is squarely focused on Wilson himself. On one level, that is not surprising. Christian institutions and organizations often use their founder, president, or leading voice as the face of the ministry. But the focus here is not on Wilson as the conduit of biblical teaching and doctrinal truth, or even as the instrument of helpful cultural analysis. The focus is on Wilson himself, Wilson as a rebel, Wilson as a gunslinger, Wilson as a taboo-breaking cigar smoker, Wilson as the courageous hero we need in a crazy world like ours. No Quarter November is selling a carefully cultivated personality and image, Wilson's personality and Wilson's image. Again, (laughs) I have to say, that's true. That's true. Where's the serious problem? I, 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 I don't understand. Again, maybe you can help me, you know. I have my IQ checked. I know what my IQ is. So I should be able to understand this, but I, I simply don't. Maybe maybe you're just in the stratosphere or something, and you're talking on, a, on, a, on, on 4D chess here. What, what's the problem? What's the problem? Doug's promoting... His own blog! <laughs> this is his blog! It, it's his blog! It's a, it's the Doug... It, it's even called DougWills.com! DougWills.com! He's, promo- he's promoting his blog! It's his blog! Who else would be... Pro- what? <laughs> I think we gotta stop there. This has been going on for 30 minutes. So this is part two. We're gonna continue... Uh, in part three, maybe tomorrow, and uh, we'll see where this goes. But uh, this is just very, very interesting stuff. Uh, it's, it's it, you know, it's really, it doesn't take a genius. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, Big Eva is, 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 is curated and cultivated and very carefully um, promoting a, a, a really soft version of Christianity. And you know what? Softness is part of Christianity because... Of course, there's 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 times for tenderness. You know, Ecclesiastes. You know, there's a time for everything under the sun. But Big Eva and 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 and, and these kinds of perspectives, that that list of there's a time for everything under the sun. All of the stuff that's like a little too harsh, they pretend like it's not there. There's no time for war. There's no time for breaking down. There's a there's a time for building up. There's a time for breaking down. And ERLC, I think, is well beyond the time for breaking down. They pretend like half of that list is, is not even there. It's not even there. Now we're in the Christian time. And there's only a time for the stuff that makes you feel warm and cuddly. Oh, and by the way, don't prepare, don't don't apocalypse-proof your house because that's somehow scary.
It doesn't take a genius. That's Big Evo. We've been served a steady diet of that for decades. And now we've got some people out there. Doug is one of them. He's been doing it for decades. But now we've got some people out there that are like, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That's incomplete. That's incomplete. We can act like men. We can do things that men do. We can check each other. We can rib each other. We can spar with each other. We can be funny. We can be cutting. We can be biting. We can use words like wussy if we want to. And it's a visceral attraction, of course, because we've, it's almost like, aha, there you go. Yeah, that, that, that's right. We, we actually don't have to become women in order to, to be uh, Christians. We actually don't have to do that. Women are great, and we love our women, and they can be women, in, even in the kingdom of God. We can actually still be guys. We can, we can still be dudes. You know what I mean? Anyway, I hope you found this video helpful. We're having fun here. I'm looking forward to part two. God bless you. Take care.